Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session, Friday, November 17th, where we saw a continuation of this really nice, tight pause for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 small caps, also with a really strong day. Ed, what are we going to be focusing in on? Going to take a look at Nvidia because it has those enormous earnings coming this week. Also, want to take a look at Novo Nordisk and MongoDB. Okay, well, we'll take a look at those three stocks, but first, let's take a closer look at the major indexes. All green today. The Nasdaq finishing with a gain of a little less than one tenth of a percent. The S and P 500 up one tenth of a percent today. The Dow edging higher by sessions close, and the Russell 2000 with an outsized gain up 1.2 percent. So, looking at the Nasdaq here after that gap up on Tuesday, not willing to back down. No, it's you know we're pausing, but definitely not a pulling back. I mean, that's for sure. We're uh, four straight up days, so you can't really call it a pullback. Uh, we're holding, and we've come up right up to the September, early September highs on the Nasdaq and the S and P. They just have to get above then that, and then there's the July peak, and then there's an ultimate peak. But that's really this July one is really what I've been looking for. It's moved very steadily. It's been very strong. Uh, there was a big gap up on Tuesday on the on the Thames inflation report. Uh, but, you know, there's some negative earnings reports during the week. Market pretty much Shut shrugged them off. Them off. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, just, just didn't didn't really bother it. Uh, Treasury yields fell. Uh, there's just a lot of good action. I mean, while small caps, as you say, had a really strong day today, you know, it wasn't you know, like it was still the strongest index of the week. It was still a really big move. It, it hit resistance mm -hmm. at a key level. So that's yeah. important. So it needs to get above that. But still, there was strength that we're seeing uh, in, in, you know, in the small caps as well. So a lot to like about this market. And in fact, on the NASDAQ, we are on the verge of getting to a power trend. Uh, we need one more day, like most of the criteria are there. We need one more day of the 21 day being above the 50 day line and barring a huge drop, <laughs> we're going to do that on Monday. And then the only thing else we need is an update either. So if it's either Monday or if it's not Monday, then Tuesday, Wednesday, or so on. The next so, update, yeah. And that's just a signal of maybe a market rally that has real power. I mean, it, it's not a guarantee. Sometimes power trends don't work out either, but this is often indicative of, of a market rally that could have real big gains. And so it's another reason for investors to be to be bullish about this uh, current market. Right. Uh, in terms of what it means, you know, having a, a trending market means that you can treat your positions a little differently. Maybe instead of being quick to take gains, you know, hitting a single or a double, really trying to go for those, those triples or those home runs. And so if you are up on a stock, giving it a little bit more room and seeing if you can trust those pullbacks to the 21 day line for those winning stocks, because when we do have these powerful trending markets, often that's what you will see with the leaders. So that can hopefully keep traders in longer if they're making those buys at the right time. And that can help them sit through those inevitable pullbacks along the move higher. Yeah, that's a good point because for the past year or two, whenever we've had rallies, it's always been, it seems like taking profits has yeah. been often a pretty good strategy. So it'd be great if we could change that uh, to change to that dynamic.
Yes, it would. Okay, let's take a look at the S&P 500 here as well. Very similar action, not quite to the early September highs just yet. We'll take a look at some other charts, uh, seeing a new high ground for the year. Not quite for the S&P, but same story here. Very strong, only two down days this month, Ed. So People keep asking, when's the market going to pause? When's it going to pull back? Um, and if you look on a weekly basis, this was another strong week, but we're kind of pausing, like you said, not pulling back. But the more we run up, does that increase the odds of a pullback? I guess the 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 thing that's um, maybe adding a little bit of another unknown dynamic is NVIDIA earnings next week that could have a potentially big impact. I know we'll get to that stock, but. Yeah, that'll have a big deal. But I, I'm not, I, usually we talk about not being too worried about how extended the, the indexes are from their 50-day line early in a rally, because especially yeah. because of power up, it's something to consider. And, and this is one reason why people should be, have been adding, adding stocks, you know, like gradually from November 1st on. We've had a couple of weeks here. It's not like now to be loading up. I mean, maybe you yep. make an incremental buy or maybe you wait and see, you know, to see what happens here. Uh, but that's, that's why we do that. So if we do have a pullback, you're still up on a lot of your positions. I totally agree. Let's take a quick look at the Dow as well. Pausing and looking at the week, another week up here, continuing a clearing of a trend line. And let's see, it is right around 35,000. So that's the next short-term level for blue chips to clear. And then we briefly talked about the Russell. So uh, we can just quickly go there. Kind of a wild week resistance at the 200-day line. Uh, but if you zoom out for the week, a strong week. And yeah, let's see if it can get above the 200-day line or the 40-week. We also uh, looked at treasury yields. So this clearly helping equity, seeing this come off more here, Ed. Yeah, it's great to see a gigantic tailwind and headwind turn into a tailwind. Uh, I don't know how much more this will go down. I mean, it's, but it's coming back toward that sort of round tripping that big breakout there. Uh, and but even if we just pause here and like move sideways, I think that would be a healthy enough condition for the market. Just as that relentless rise is really, really hitting the market. So this has been great. And now we want to look at breadth. So we'll compare QQQ, the NASDAQ 100 ETF to QQEW. And let's look at the weekly charts. So QQQ for the week up a little over 2% and the equal weighted version up almost 3%. So seeing more participation, it seems like, Ed. Yeah. I mean, while QQQ is almost at those July highs, it's butting up against that. Uh, mm -hmm. QQEW, I'm using that sort of as a, a quick and easy mark of breadth of growth stock breadth. I mean, it's not, there's lots of ways you can do it. I'm just saying, just look at it. You can see that it's not just those seven stocks, that there is some real power and there's a lot of big names, but still, but not gigantic that are doing well. So yeah, some, some, so there's at least broad leadership. It feels like they could always get broader. Uh, the market's breadth still needs a lot of ways to go, but it's nice to see uh, there's a lot of stocks that are really acting well. It does uh, seem like that. Let's look at chips. Go back to the weekly here in a second, but I was kind of alluding to new <laughs> high ground for the year. And so we are seeing chips in new high ground for the year, Ed. A gain of 3.4% this week for SMH. Yeah, that's great. Obviously, NVIDIA is going to be a big deal for that. But 
a lot of the yeah the growth growth areas are really picking back up and and I know we're going to take a look at software it's pretty much showing the same thing uh, they're geared towards some of the bigger names but not it's not just the bigger names that are that are doing it here uh, a lot of signals here that things are things are back on track in a way that they hadn't been for a few months yeah so a breakout here for IGV this week as well at two point six percent what about retail here's XRT and XRT up. 5.7% for the week. And this is even with that uh, report from Walmart that on Thursday was dragging down a lot of stocks in the sector. Yeah, I mean, but I, we're not going to look at them because most of them are extended. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of really strong moves today. So there's some leadership. Uh, next Tuesday, we have uh, Abercrombie & Fitch. We have American Eagle. We have Urban Outfitters. We have Minuso. Minuso, the Chinese retailer. So all those names are coming out Tuesday. So that's all on NVIDIA Day. So Thanksgiving week, everyone wants to get get the earnings out as you know pretty early. It's going to be a big night, but definitely a lot of things to be looking at. Uh, so that definitely pockets a strength in some of the apparel, youth apparel, and uh, the discounters. Mm -hmm. Some of I, the discounters with uh, with Abercrombie. You're making me feel young, calling me a youth. Uh, us uh, <laughs> us millennials and our uh, Abercrombie. Let me say, I don't want to call you not young. Let me put it, put it that way. <laughs> Let's take a look at XLI. So even industrials participating this week. So uh, another signal of that broadening breadth. Industrials not leading, but participating. We'd like to see it. Absolutely. And let's take a look at XME participating in a big way this week. What was this? Was this coal stocks? Was this uranium? Or what was going on here underneath the surface? Uh, I think there was a number of things. It was copper was going up. Like and copper. so I think iron. So some of those miners are, are coming up. Look, they're they're way down, but they're they're coming, <laughs> but they're coming up a little bit. Yeah. Swimming in the right direction. That's what we want to see. Okay. And here's ITB, which represents home builders. We saw that powerful week two weeks ago, really tied to interest rates. And so it seems like same story here this week with a lot of those uh, stocks moving. So strong action, tight, another strong move and tight. Yeah, it just this is so interest rate sensitive. It'd be great if it could pause. You know, it, uh, that's the thing. We'd like to see the market pause, but it, it's hard to really fault a market that just keeps on wanting to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about NVIDIA. All eyes are going to be on this chipmaker's report next week, as you mentioned, Ed. Yeah, I mean, I think that right now the consensus is for Q3 earnings to skyrocket 481% and revenue 173%. And that still may not be enough. I mean, that's the thing is that the market, after two blowout earnings reports and huge guidance raises, I mean, the market may understand that it can't do that again as much, you know, like that, but, but still the market may be looking for a lot more. So this could be a big deal, obviously, for NVIDIA. This has been the stock of the year. It's it's basically, it's the top performer in the S&P 500. Uh, but so many other stocks are going to move off of this in the chip. There's also, I mean, it just you can go on and on, like Microsoft, Google, Meta, Broadcom. The AI you know, theme. All the AI theme. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But that could be a big deal, um, you know, on Wednesday. So I think... Uh, this is even if you say, you know what, I'm not going to play this. And it, I don't think that it, it is in a buy zone right now. But I, it, unless you're doing an options play, uh, it's not a time to be taking a new position. If you have a very small cushion, you might want to say, well, I'm going to uh, take a profit here. I just have to, you know, or partial profit. Uh, because I think the last time I know we were talking about like an 8% swing, which would 
not be surprising either way. It could be a lot more than that. Uh, so, uh, but this is this is obviously the earnings of the week. Yeah, and so can you remind me of their strategy for guidance? Do don't they typically guide conservatively, Ed? Well, they. I don't know about tradition. They they've raised their guidance a lot and then crushed those views. So it's hard to say what's conservative. They raise guidance <laughs> yeah. like by a billion or two above consensus. Yeah. And then they beat that again. I don't know. Is that conservative? And so that's one of the things. It's like after doing that so much, I mean, how much more can they guide? Can they outperform the guidance? Uh, but that's so that's the thing. And uh, and you know, it's not even clear. This is one of the situations where you don't know how markets will react to it. They could have really strong numbers, you'd think, and it still sells off. And you could say, well, right. that was a little disappointing and it still takes off. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely going to be watching this on Wednesday morning. Right. Because uh, the stock's high for the year was intraday, the last earnings report in it basically ended up closing flat. And like you said, it was a blowout report. So even if it has another blowout report, what is that reaction going to be like? That's what we're going to be focused on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next on our list, let's take a look at NVO. This was Thursday's stock of the day. A nice move on Thursday and Friday after coming down to the 50-day line. So Thursday at 3.2%, today up another 1.9%. Didn't quite have volume, but it does look like it presented a potential entry here, Ed, as it cleared a trend line and got back above 100 yeah, I think that would probably be a place you could have started a position or, or added to a position a little bit here. Uh, in a couple of hours, this will probably show up on MarketSmith as a flat base on a weekly chart. And uh, it's just so that that it would be the potential entry there at 104. So it's not too far away from there. It's very much paired with Lily, which does have a flat base already showing mm -hmm. up on MarketSmith. So uh, I think Novo looks a little better just in the right now, just in, just in simply about is it actionable right now? Obviously, both of them look great. Uh, but, uh, so this is one, so you don't have all your, not all of your things in AI. I mean, it's like, you can't just have all have an AI network or an AI chip and AI software and, oh, you know, don't and call that know, diversified and call that diversified. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you'll, you may wake up on Wednesday and go, boy, I guess I'm not diversified, good or bad. Uh, yeah. But this is one that's a growth name, completely different area. Seems like it has a great runway, regardless of what the economy will be like. It just seems like this is something that could be, you know, just that could have huge growth potential for years to come. Mm -hmm. So what kind of position size would you be going with with a trade in the kind of market environment that we're now seeing, Ed? How are you handling positions? You know, with most of the growth, I, I'm I tend to take the five or ten percent positions. Just to just sort of do that. With this, I might with an early entry because the volume was light. I'm, I mean, I'm not as concerned about the market being extended on this one. Mm. I, I'm just I'm more concerned about the growth names. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if I, I didn't do anything with this, I probably would have taken a half position and then waited to see if we got over 104. Um, but that's probably how I would have played it in, in this case. Great. And I'm in Lily. But I, I've been in this one since around the 50-day line. But I would say since then, Ed, it's it's been tricky. It's been a, a little more whippy than uh, it had been previously, but it's still holding above the 50-day line. We'll have to see if it can get above 600. And now let's take a look at MDB. This was today's stock of the day, Jim Ropel. 
hedge fund manager was on IBD Live this morning. He was liking the look of this stock. Ed, what say you? Yeah, I mean, it had that early entry. You can see from that trend line, that's from when we had, when Datadog had that blowout number, a bunch of cloud software names came up. This one definitely did. Uh, now it's trying to form a handle, trying to pause. Like there's, there's sort of this level around the 400 area. Boy, it'd be great. It, again, this is why if the market could, could pull back just a little bit, you could imagine stocks like this coming down. But it's hard for stocks that have been outperforming to actually pull back if the market's still edging higher. Uh, but nonetheless, I think if you could use that high as an early entry anyway, I will note that this is another name that's AI related. So, you know, it, it, it's not it's not directly on point with NVIDIA, but definitely if NVIDIA says something negative, I mean, when the market might tank and that's not going to be good for Mongo either, but that might hit it too. It's very richly valued. It, this is another stock that has blown out views. It does have earnings in a few weeks. It's blown out views the last few times. And I, so you can see how it gapped up a couple of quarters ago. And then it had blowout numbers the next quarter. And that time didn't really, that didn't hold. Let's put it that way. It didn't hold. Uh, so um, this is the one that has a lot of potential. And uh, that's one other thing with the power trend. Not only do you hold it longer, but you can start thinking about buying more aggressive stocks too. I mean, where before you might say, I'll just take a safe, you know, maybe more like a Microsoft or something, you know, seemingly safer. Uh, you might be a little bit more willing to play, uh, uh, you know, high beta names like Mongo. Right. Yeah. Because you, you have the wind at your back, right? So let's also talk about earnings coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, I guess if we're, we are in a power trend market, you could build enough cushion theoretically in some of these stocks with earnings just a, a couple of days or, or weeks away. So something to think about there, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think there would be enough time potentially with this name, but for a lot of things to happen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So next week could be a big week. So speaking of, what do you think is the most important thing for us to do to prepare for the week ahead? The overall market is looking bullish. And it seems like over the last couple of weeks, there were plenty of opportunities, arguably, for traders to add exposure in a measured way, incrementally. So hopefully there is in a number of stocks that are working. So it seems like in addition to uh, looking at our watch list for potential names, it's it also is a time to be looking at our portfolios. Are are we in leading stocks? Yeah, I think that's a good point because yeah, then it, you can might take a look, well, are there any stocks I would like to add to? And there may not be really that many opportunities to add on because things have gone up so much, but look for add-on entries and look to maybe pair some of the, the laggards that even, you know, that are not really performing that well. Uh, you might think about, well, am I too much in AI? You know, do I want to diversify into like an NVO or to an industrial or a travel or a financial name that's that there are some, there's actually a number of sectors that are starting to show some leading stocks. So that's something else to just, uh, you know, is your portfolio really positioned well rather than necessarily really racking up exposure right now, especially ahead of NVIDIA, maybe, Maybe after NVIDIA, maybe after the market really starts going again, there will be some more you know, buying opportunities. But that those are probably some things that you could be doing uh, this weekend preparing for next week. Okay. Well, thank you, Ed. I also know that traders should be looking at your column over the weekend <laughs> to help prepare them. 
Well, then you need the weekend to read the whole thing. It gets long sometimes. <laughs> it does. It does. But uh, Ed does post the link to his X slash Twitter profile. So you can grab it from there, the IBD app, investors.com, whatever you prefer uh, to take a look at that. So we look forward to reading that, Ed. Thank you so much. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That is it for this week. But we will be back with more on Monday morning with IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. And of course, we'll see you Monday after the close. Have a great weekend. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.